When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eat teams like Scrammy's topped with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and Things flapping their wings on. All I know is Zach said he has a game where Seals don't read both 7,000 <laughs> And I said, I'm in. Let's go. Let's do it. And, and so the yeah, purpose that's of what I, really what I needed was not to get at least one more reader. This episode is presented by BetMGM, the exclusive betting partner of The Athletic. Sign up at betmgm.com using the promo code THEATHLETICPOD. Hello, everybody. And welcome to a very special Tuesday evening edition of Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf, Marissa Morris, Zach Berman, Shilka Padia here to talk about the playoff-bound Eagles. In a little bit, we are going to have a very special guest, the king of the sickos, to talk about the playoff scenarios to come, some of the Birds with Friends games that he can recap with us, and some general sicko nonsense. Shiel, uh, we can talk about your... Bulletin board material for the Eagles that posted today, ranking them as the uh, the least likely Super Bowl champ of the teams still, or I guess currently projected to make the playoffs. Huge bulletin board material. But I think we should start with, um, have you guys been watching a lot of Encanto in the Capadia household? Look at look at Zach's face. Uh, no, it, it is good to be back on, as I've been pretty steady, that the best seasons... Come out of nowhere. This season came out of nowhere. We, I thought seven wins before the season. I know Bo, whatever he said, he, he predicted this uh, all along, as he said in the uh, in the post game pod. But you know, the rest of us, this was uh, somewhat. Yeah, you, you had a you had a big lie. I, I was I wanted to get Mercer audio, but I didn't have time today, so we'll save that for um, Thursday. I'll pull I'll pull out your lie audio side by side. Marissa can help me with that. But the, the team is in the playoffs, and not only are in the playoffs, you have a stress free week eighteen. You don't have to worry about it. You can sit back, you can watch some games, you can see what happens to the Eagles on Saturday, and then you can see who. The Eagles are going to play on Sunday. They'll get an extra, you know, extra day's rest maybe yeah. against their opponent. Not that anybody's going to play. I think they might be gaming the system a little bit with, um, you know, some, some of the COVID stuff. Who knows? I would like to get your uh, opinion of that. So uh, I did not expect this season to be talking about the Eagles in a playoff game. But here we are. So I know everybody's excited. I saw the numbers on the post game pod. We're off the charts with the sickos uh, watching on YouTube. And so this is where you really capitalize. I remember from my, you know, my my newspaper days. Well, I, I, I not newspaper, but, you know, the Philadelphia. What was it? Philadelphia mm. Media Holdings. Was that the name of it, Zach? Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is when the traffic really spiked. They was, snubbed you uh, on the paper. Yeah. Well, 
Oh yeah, no, God forbid my name ever get on the paper. That's you know, we'll save that for an off-season pod. I can I can go that on was about pre, that was pre my time. If I was there, she would have had an advocate yeah. in the room. You, you think you, you would have had the weight? You think you would have had the weight to pull that? You you thought you, you thought I was good with my monologues after uh an Eagles <laughs> loss. I mean, just I can just go on a 30-minute monologue on uh on that whole thing. But anyway, um, this is when everybody's juiced. And so we can talk matchups. We can talk state of the team. Are they being disrespected? Do they have a shot? What is their ceiling? I mean, there are a lot of things to uh, to get to here. So I don't know what we're doing next week. I imagine we got to do some extra pods. I mean, we got yeah. a, a playoff team to talk about. So that's something we'll have to discuss as well. So you're no selling me on Encanto? Uh, in Canto, I'll give you the quick take. And then I, I saw Zach's face and I kind of agreed with him. You know, this is a, a playoff week, but I can give you 30 seconds on Encanto. Uh, I did not love Encanto. I thought it was mm. okay. I thought those movies, you need to give me a, you know, you can't, you can be serious, but you got to give me more of the comedic moments. I mean, these are kids moments. Mm. I didn't find that there were many laugh out loud moments in that, uh, in terms of the music, of course, Bruno is a banger. Uh, you know, Oof. we recognized that right away in the Capadia household. We played it. It. the song was over we said we got to rewind that bad boy and play it again mid-movie and uh, it just gets nice. stuck in your head forever so that that would be my 30 seconds on Encanto some people noticing here not a fresh shave of the head but you know thank you for noticing I put on a collared shirt no hat I mean this is the playoffs and when you have a special guest like we have today I'm mm. not going to come in with like a hoodie and a hat so I had to get dressed up for that and this is a uh, this is Sean Kemp over my uh, left shoulder. My oh, sister really? uh, painted that in high that school. I was at my uh, parents' nice. house a couple of weeks ago, and I went up in the closet, and I found these old paintings that my sister did in high school. And so that's actually not the one I want there permanently. She did one <laughs> of a construction worker smoking a cigar, which is uh, outstanding, one of my favorite pieces of work that she's done. And so that's the one I want to get up there, but we didn't have the right uh, hanging mechanism. So thank you for my wife nice. and Naya, who quickly just threw up Sean Kemp here in the meantime. All right. I like that. Go. I'm wearing, of course, my Urban Shop House shirt. Uh, I haven't taken it off since. Did you wash that? I mean, you've had that no, I wear it every like day. three straight episodes. Okay. Yeah, I wear it every day um to bed to rise it's that's it's become it's become part of my body i imagine uh, urban appreciates the business that's right it's, I, I gotta you know the best thing i can say about urban is that he makes a good t-shirt uh, soft is it like a premium it's a really nice quality t-shirt yeah i'm all next about level it. canvas what's the brand uh, i don't know what it is all right I'll, I'll i'll get back to you uh my encanto take uh i would i would the soundtrack is better than the movie as well i would agree um, I feel like for kids, it's there's a little too much going on. You know, Moana, it's like a very straightforward solo mission, A to B. You got to get there. There's a lot going on in Encanto. Um, but the the music, as you're saying, Banger City, I, I would say there's four high quality bangers. And Bruno four. has been has been uh, playing nonstop. I think we watched it three times in a 24 hour span. And Casey going back to uh, going back to daycare today, you know, it's been a bit of a break, like nerve wracking, tough to get out the door. We saved the day by, by just going back and forth with, Oh, should we talk about Bruno? No, we don't talk about Bruno. So that's been a good, that's been a good uh, go. recommend to all the Encanto heads as, uh, as, as, as a, as a, 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 a treat as a, uh, an inside joke for the family. Zach, you are uh, disgusted by this, this line of conversation. Not disgusted by this line of conversation, but we have a lot of people tuning in. As Shield said, the Eagles are a playoff team. They placed 12 players on the COVID-19 reserve list yesterday. Rachel just texted uh, me uh, in all caps. We don't talk about Bruno. 
You can hear me uh, from the other room. Uh, key players are on that list. Uh, Jalen Hurts is a national story right now be, uh, because of, like we talked about, his long poise. On, we'll get to all the stuff. Yeah, but also the, he penned the letter to the Washington football team. Okay, I have a question for you. And the right, NFL. Can I, can so, I... so my point is there's a lot to discuss. And we're talking about Encanto. Well, you you just hit on something else I wanted to discuss. The use of the of the verb pen here. I see it all over the place. It's what everybody said. We put it on the app. Yeah. Pen the letter. Do you think, think do we he think he didn't it? write this letter in pen? He typed it. <laughs> True. Can we be a little bit more accurate with our English language here? Fair enough. Type the letter, wrote a letter. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe language evolves, uh, of course. We don't want to be prescriptive instead of descriptive, but does pen now describe any type of letter? I, I think pen stands for writing something. That's that's how I would interpret it. Okay. It really could have been bad. I mean, the more you watch it and you look at it, I mean, can you imagine if he got taken out right there, if he's injured, oh if he it's can't crazy. play in the playoffs? And so really, you know, it should be, I feel like it's not getting discussed enough. I mean, good for him mm. for keeping it out there because this is, I mean, what a, uh, you know, and, and this isn't like a one-time thing. We know with that franchise, we know with that stadium, just issue after issue, a complete dumpster fire of a franchise. And this is just kind of the latest thing. So I think that was a smart move by him. I wouldn't be surprised if there were some people in the Eagles building who said, Hey, yeah. you know, you might uh, either we can do this or you can do this, but you know, let, let's not just let this go because uh, it, it was really bad. And so I, I'd be curious to see how that story sort of continues here. It is it's also, also credit to Shield's favorite beat writer. Uh, who, yeah, you even got a retweet out of Shield, I saw. Who did a good job yeah, tracking down. He was the tracking only one who had that, yeah. Yeah, yeah tracking them down. Well, John Clark had it too. Um, oh, but, did he? Uh, oh. Yeah, he, well, 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 he had the video interview. Um, yeah, but man, you know. no, no, Tim did an awesome job there. Tim ESPN, let's ESPN. go. And uh, the 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 Washington football team issued a statement the other night that er that everybody was fine. Everybody's everybody, fine. It's okay. Everybody declined medical care. Uh, they all paid but, parking. <laughs> but uh, as it turned out, people are have 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 some injuries from the fall. So a story to monitor certainly. It's pretty bad. It's and it is crazy. Like just the the timing of it, and that he like that it happened just as he was going through. Yeah. And he still wasn't hurt. And and I and Zach talked about it like and he says in the in the letter, like, you know, I was very calm when it happened. Um, but it is crazy <laughs> like how little he reacted. Yeah. I mean, how about though, a, how about the fan yeah. who falls down and their first or his his first instinct was to get the selfie with Jalen Hurts. You would think yeah, you would think you just tumbled, I don't know how many feet, right? There's a shock value to it. But you see Jalen Hurts there, and you're like, oh, how about a selfie? Um, that's, <laughs> yeah. And then, the, guy, and then the, uh, the cameraman who's kicking the guy because he, he's, he's trying to get his leg free. Mm -hmm. Tough scene. Yes. Yeah. All right, Zach, why don't, we, uh, why don't we send it over to the Stone Cold Newsman who is so anxious to give us the news uh, with a team that is uh, potentially heading towards a week of rest and with several players, a dozen on the reserve COVID list. The Eagles placed 12 players on the COVID-19 reserve list on Monday. That list included Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, Dallas Goddard, Avante Maddox, Rodney McLeod, Jannard Avery, Marcus Epps, Nate Herbig, Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, Alex Singleton, 
and Jack Stoll. Uh, far be it for me to editorialize here, but um, it, it's a it's uh, it's a discussion broadcast. we could have, and I certainly do not want to minimize uh, uh, COVID nineteen and and you know the millions of people who have been affected by it. But if it is such that that uh, you know this that these players can recover in a quick enough time, and that um, you know that the Omicron variant uh, is, is, is milder, obviously, uh, then this is, I don't want to say the best case scenario for the Eagles, but this is the ideal scenario for the Eagles. If someone were to get COVID to get it on Monday of a week when the game does not matter, um, because, uh, they will, as long as there are no lingering effects, they will be cleared after five days and then they will not, uh, be subject to testing for the next 90 days. So the players who are on the list now uh, will not be subject to testing for the next 90 days, so they will be clear for the playoffs. So certainly that's a discussion point we could have. And as as uh, as we can also say, this they to be tested on a Monday when you are vaccinated, you have to either volunteer or you have to have symptoms. Um, so We're randomly chosen, but not yes, all of these people were randomly chosen. Sure. So perhaps there were voluntary tests. Um, that is... That is something we need to discuss. Anyways, I bring that up because uh, Nick Sirianni said before this news came out that the Eagles uh, have not made their decision yet about whether they will rest players in Saturday's game against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I would think with these players not practicing this week, the Eagles wouldn't push them out there to play. So my guess is that you will see a lot of regular players on the sideline and you'll see the Eagles play as many reserves and practice squad players as they're able to play on Saturday night. Other than that, uh, there aren't, there's, there's not much big news. Nick Sirianni confirmed that Davion Taylor is not going to return this season. and had certainly been trending in that kind of a direction. weird moment. Yes. He said, obviously Davion Taylor has been on IR twice this year, so he's not coming back. Uh, I was a little, he hasn't, he's only been on I was IR a little perplexed by this because, um, there's I, there. I, I mean, Nick well, Sirianni's forgotten more football than I know, but I'm pretty good at, at the roster master at the roster machination. So I, it's also funny because text. last week when I asked him about Davion Taylor, yeah. he, it, he took him a second. Like, who is that? He had to like, look to the <laughs> side. Like, who, who? so, yeah. Yeah. So I, I sent a text out. Uh, He's only been put on IR once this year. It's, it's, That's his one blind spot is just knowing who Davion Taylor is. All right, good, good, good Davion Taylor talk. I, I, I'm yeah. very interested. Uh, in wait, the, wait, wait. So uh, also real quick, Miles Sanders, um, nothing on him yet, but the, he could still come back for the playoffs, and there's no news update on Brandon Brooks at this point. I wouldn't expect to see Brandon Brooks. Again, check the uh, athletic app at theathletic.com slash birds with friends. Zach and Bo will be doing a Davion Taylor exclusive episode. I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. If you need more Davion Taylor, uh, you can get it there. Uh, the COVID thing is very interesting to me. So, yes. you know, it, it, theoretically, they should be, or I don't know if should be is the right word, but let's say you talked about we don't want to get, you know, banged by this before we play our first playoff game should we just be testing basically as many people who are willing to agree to get tested uh this week and if they come up positive i mean you know they might be asymptomatic they might be feeling fine whatever you get roster spots you can put right you can place them on the uh covid19 reserve list they don't have to play this week and then as zach mentioned 
like for however long you think this playoff run is going to last, they don't get they don't get tested again for ninety and days. So for ninety yeah. days, same and thing so, happened with the Bengals today. The Bengals placed a bunch of guys. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. So I mean, okay. is yeah. this a, a strategy? I think I don't think there's I don't think there's any doubt. Um, and it doesn't have to be nefarious. I mean, it makes sense just from a like peace of mind standpoint. You message like. If you if you are worried about th- uh, this happening at some point, now is the time to get tested because if you get if if it happens, you you might not play this week anyway. You're good for the playoffs. Um, I think it is. Uh, I I think Dennis maybe made this point. It is. Uh, the the odds are impossible that all twelve guys who tested positive are all guys who play like significant snaps. And so like I think it I think it is a thing where they were like. You guys, please oh, like get so tested. They're like, they're like, Jack Stoll, get out of here. What are you doing? You're not getting a test well, he today. Play, he did play a lot of snaps. Like, <laughs> so like, take take Allen and 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 Kerry Vincent <laughs> aren't getting tested because so, okay. they're going to need those guys to play this week. Yeah. And there's also there's also a like an advantage for this week specifically because you can't. You know, it's always like you can't rest everybody. Well. This week you got 12 open roster spots. You're only usually allowed to bring up a couple guys per game, but when you have guys on the COVID list, you can bring up as many guys from the practice exactly. squad as possible. So they can rest as many people as as they can because they can have all these practice squad guys play. It's like uh, you know, whether or not it was like go get tested, go get tested or it was like now is the time to go get tested for the guys who matter, like please do so. It's very smart. Um I give them credit for that. And uh, like it is, it's like presuming, of course, that everybody turns out okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely in their favor. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm I'm trying to be be careful how we discuss it because I I don't want to like applaud them for Absolutely. twelve players, you know, testing positive. Like it's 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 still something that 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 you know people are are sick, but uh, but yeah, uh, given what we know, given what um, history, what recent history ha- has shown us. In terms of players returning, uh, this is a a good situation for the Eagles. If someone were to get it, to get it right now. Right, I'm sure they were like hoping that like you know other players had. I mean, not like hoping, but like yeah. yes, you know, if Jalen Hurts pops, like that's not the worst thing in the world. Is anyone writing about this this week? I mean, not to give you work, but to we me, did a little. The, we did a little. We have a beat back and forth coming yeah. tomorrow. Yes. Okay, yeah. I mean, they, with the with the game not really having any implications. This weekend, this to me is kind of the most interesting thing that's happened in the last couple of days. Obviously, uh, as somebody team, so. Matt Howland says on the chat, the shield version of this is getting a COVID test before a social event he doesn't want to go to. Uh, well, it depends on the social event. I like sub social events. Well, I don't like interacting with one, one that you don't want to go to. So. Yeah, I think I've clarified that before. I, I don't. I don't like strangers. I don't like being forced into you know a a situation. But, uh, you know, if it's if it's like a social event with people I like, I like that. I mean, you've seen me in social events. I seem to enjoy myself, right? Yeah, you can turn it on. Yeah, it's not turning it on. It's, it's authenticity, as, as Zach always reminds everyone, is most important. Okay. Well, character okay. counts. <laughs> uh, all right. Any, anything else on the COVID front? Not that I'm aware of. No. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's... There's players who I, I also, Andre Chachere was uh, oh, was, was taken off the list. Um, they 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 I'm sorry they they brought up Cameron Malvo 
who will play in the game this this weekend. So they have I think replacements. The, I think the other the other thing is just that like it makes it even clearer in case it wasn't that they should be resting and probably will be resting everybody that matters um, this week. And we can get to that with our next guest because like the incentives of even of even trying to win are so minuscule. It, it doesn't even really affect who they play anyway. So um, there really is no no point to, to trying. I mean, it's not like you try to lose, but to playing your best players. But it's also no. important to note um, that a week, well, 18 game now, week 17 game in the past, in the regular season, you 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 can't just sit everybody because you have roster limits. In the preseason, right. you you can literally sit all your starters. You can't do that here. So even if you go back to that week 17 game last year when the Eagles took out Jalen Hurts, took out some key players, they still had some of their frontline players on the field. But that but they can do that this week because of the COVID guys. Yes, they can they can elevate players, but I'm saying but but they're still going to have like players who right. play the but next they can week sit the even more than they would have otherwise because of that. Yes. Yeah. They can have replacements for the players. Nice PSA from Andrew. I mean, finally a, a listener who's trying to help us out. Andrew says <laughs> you can now rate BWF five stars on Spotify as well. Thank you, Andrew. Fine. You know, yeah, a listener go, who's Andrew. worth something. Thank you. I uh, appreciate that. And my wife, you know, chimed in this week that on Apple podcasts now, you can click on our names and it takes you to like a list of, I don't know. It's like every podcast you've appeared on, you know, it's kind of like your own personal library, which she thought maybe birds with friends got some type of bump or something or in mm. like the back channels of Spotify, uh, something happened there. Marissa, do you have uh, some, oh, okay. You're trying to do something. I thought yeah, you really wanted to get in there uh, on that. Why am I full <laughs> yeah. screen? <laughs> All right. You're, 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 uh, you're talking about our She's guest. She's prepping uh, for her. Yeah. <laughs> I have a quick, do we need to, are we getting to our guests right now or do I have one more? Go ahead, thing you, go, you can go. It's okay. Well, I was going to say, I'm only, uh, I have four offensive drives into the all 22. And so we'll get to that later this week. You know, we really don't need to preview uh, Eagles Cowboys. So I do, you know, I, I am going to watch that uh, in the next 24 hours here and we can get to it. But there were two kind of injury things that stood out to me. One is what is Jordan Mailata's injury? Well, he's been dealing with an arm elbow thing for a while, but I think there's something else okay. going on. Um, and he had okay. he had an I, oh, he was on he was on for an ankle two weeks ago. Yeah, that was okay. when he, but he has this thing where he can't out. and I he think can't take his jersey off. On. He can't. That's take a his separate. Jersey that's a separate yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's the ankle that is that is affecting him. Okay, because he did. Now again, I only I'm only four drives in. He, he did not look like himself. There was a rep. Where will do you know a William Bradley King, number fifty six, I believe, on yeah. Washington? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Mylotta got knocked over, and like maybe that's happened other times this season. I don't remember seeing him get knocked over on like a pass rush. Maybe there's something I missed where he tripped or something. I don't know, but that I was like, well, all right, he he is not right here. Um, it was a play where uh, Jalen Hurts then got pressured and did a great job to kind of get out of the sack and move, roll to his left and throw it away. I don't know if you know the play I'm talking about, uh, but there were other reps also where Jordan Mailata did not look like himself. So we're talking about who can benefit potentially the most from uh, an extra week of rest here. I would put him on that list. And then uh, Jalen Hurts, of course. Uh, I thought the ankle looked better. You know, they had he had the one play where it was him against that linebacker who was at 51 
57, kind of in the hole, and he juked him. It was like a, a zone read type play, I believe. And uh, he picked up yards on that. And then he had that 22-yard yeah. scramble. So he's another player who, man, if he can just, you know, doesn't have to do a lot on that ankle here and gets that extra week of rest, like, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's underrated or not what a big deal this is, but I, I do think, I mean, you're talking about the quarterback and the left tackle right there. It's a really big deal that they don't have to play, go like all out intensity and like a win and you're in type situation this weekend that they can just chill out, rest, rehab, and get ready for that first playoff game. All right. Uh, good insight. And that will lead us into a break here as we bring on after the break, the king of the sickos. Very much looking forward to it. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show for the first time. Should have been a first time. Should have been much sooner. The king of the sickos. Now, uh, now, Dennis, uh, please enlighten us. Uh, you wanted to set this straight. How should we be pronouncing your name? Yeah. So, I mean, this might be comes a shock to some people uh, since you guys have been saying my name uh, incorrectly for years. Uh, oh God. That. Uh, oh. <laughs> And you know, you knew him first. I, I did tell you how it's pronounced at the meetup, but you know, okay. obviously no. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't probably the most important thing that happened that night. Um, I think it might have been. Well, you know, Rich Bobby was there buying beers for everyone mm, and everything. Okay, we were distracted, yeah. but uh, so uh, Turkish names. Not to turn it into like a whole lesson here, but Turkish names. The the accent is always on the on the second syllable, um, and so it's it's Deniz uh so you know i don't know like it's not that important Dane i grew is. up like Denise, yeah i grew Dennis. up not correcting oh, people outstanding much better i, I mean went, all due respect all to the dentists out there this is much better than is the men is right yeah i mean yeah okay. i got a lot of that as a kid but uh you know i i didn't i didn't correct people throughout my childhood uh you know growing up here um but now then I, you know, I moved back to turkey and i came back and i was like i should really correct people like it's not that hard to say um you know and it ends with an s i mean it ends with a z obviously and so people should say the z as well which is the other thing people get wrong sometimes so have i been mispronouncing hito turkoglu's name or hey, is hito short it's it's, I, I it's turkola turkola the g is silent because it has a little oh, cool thing okay. on it yeah all these uh, years yes. how about uh omri caspi he's not here for your uh also omar casper's yeah. from israel he's not from Turkey, uh, right. yeah so <laughs> who was i trying to think of anyway you got the origin correct. Yes. uh i would say you are now officially our version of odafe owe how about that <laughs> yeah, there you go. Going up his yeah. name for years yeah. now he rises to prominence it's uh, again actually you told us before we screwed it up. A name like Shield, I should have been better about that. You know, these guys, a Bo and a Zach. I mean, what, really, what do we expect from them? But well, Shield, you probably grew up not correcting people with your last name, right? So it's kind of the same. 
Yeah. You know, I feel I, I always found that with my name, there was a benefit because like a teacher never forgot my name because once they got it once they would get it. Now you don't have to, you know, oh boy, is it how a child? Relax. It's not that hard. You know, sorry, my name's not Joe. Chill out or I'm going to be a problem for you in your class all year. But anyway, friend, uh, let's, friend, let, let's move on. A friend sent me a picture today of the new, uh, the, the HBO oral history book by uh james andrew james miller, andrew miller. Yeah. and uh my dad is name dropped but his last name is spelled incorrectly so uh Ooh. get yourself ah! a, get yourself get yourself what? a better uh, uh copy editor and uh, fact checker mr yeah. andrew miller what are we doing here right. i do want to get to that later but let's take advantage of professor selman i think that's a good way to, yeah, yeah. i'm getting i'm getting a lot of yeah a lot of students in the chat that's good that's good no, oh, really? Oh. Nice, nice of them to log on to a Zoom session for a change. Yeah. <laughs> Classic teacher joke. Uh, yes. All right, Dennis. Um, let's uh, let's get to your. I mean, I would not say it's your expertise, but it is what you are. Uh, I would say known for on Twitter. You are Mister Playoff Scenarios. Um, why don't we start with? Uh, can you explain to us why this game on Saturday does not matter to the Eagles at all? Yeah. So. Uh, for the Eagles, this game is very likely not even going to make a difference uh, at all. Like if the if the Rams um, and the Saints both win on Sunday, then the Eagles will be the sixth seed playing Tampa Bay, uh, no matter what happens in the Eagles Dallas game. And you can see, like those of you who are who are watching on YouTube, you can see the visual here that shows that. Um, that's the like most likely scenario. And in that scenario, the game makes no difference, uh, good or bad. I think that Dallas is a harder opponent than the Rams. And I also think that Tampa Bay is a harder opponent than the Rams. So the only other thing that you could say is like, well, like how can you get the Rams, right? Like that would be a good thing. The only way the Eagles can get the Rams by uh, winning the game is if you have three upsets on Sunday, like the 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 Rams, Tampa Bay and Arizona would all have to be upset at home mm. uh, and the Rams and Arizona are going to be playing for, you know, a chance to win their division. So they're not, they're very unlikely to get upset at home. In that scenario, the Eagles by winning would draw the Rams and by losing would draw Dallas. But that is so far fetched. I think a far more likely scenario is for the Rams and Atlanta to win. Like that could happen. I think it's more likely than those other three things happening in that scenario, winning actually gets the Eagles Tampa Bay, whereas losing would get the Eagles the Rams. So like mm. the more likely scenario is one where losing is better than the one where winning is better. And so, and, and the, and the likely path to the sixth seed doesn't even involve uh, winning. So yeah, I just don't see any incentive to, uh, to try to win really. That oh, do you, uh, do you want us to chime in? I mean, I, well, no, know, I, I thought know. I thought we were going to do the thing with the guests where we go down the line and everybody asks a question. I didn't know. Listen, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, uh, so formal. Okay, so now that that uh, is straight. Yeah, Sheila, I wore a hoodie. I mean, you didn't wear a hoodie because I was coming on, but I did. I did make sure to wear my. Uh... Now, is that a lightweight? Or is that a, you know, does that have like a, a jersey feel to it? You don't know. Uh, but you did get the green. A thinner, because... It's a thinner hoodie than my other hoodies, but I, oh, okay. I don't know if there was another option. Uh, yeah, no, that's a that's the option I have now. The green was not available mm. when I wore it last show. People wanted to log on, get the green. The green was not available. Bo, you have an email in. Have you heard back from T Public? No. Okay, well, hey, listen. Also, uh, I don't want to take Marissa's, Marissa's mug. 
Marissa's mug nice. thunder away, but I've got the Coach Flynn. Oh, silly I've got the same one. Mug. I, I don't know if this is still available. The original BWF logo. That shows yeah. you how much of a sicko you are. I love it. That's now, right. uh, I, do have a, I do have a couple questions. Now, the first is, uh, Dennis, your popularity. I mean, I feel like this has really been, I don't know if it's the last month, uh, but this has been the year where it's really taken off. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I'm seeing a Matt Barrows, you know, mm. our 49ers writer. I saw Greg Alman today. I saw Greg Alman, our Bucks writer. I mean, this is getting circulated uh, around the land. I've seen a little bump, I think, in your followers. Uh, have you seen that uptick in popularity, and how are you handling that? I, I was quote tweeted today by by the former quarterback, Jim Everett. Uh, he had like a- Really? Oh, don't tell like Jim Rome that. Like a, like a yeah. puzzle emoji. And then it said like it was like a trophy or something, and it said like NFL, and then it was my it was my playoff scenarios. <laughs> it got it got like it got like six likes. So I don't know if he doesn't have followers okay. or if he just doesn't. You know, no one, none of his followers care about uh, playoffs. But. Well, what I am so, interested no. in is is now you have run into Zach on the street. I'm wondering if now you are going to get recognized on the street as the playoff guy. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, but uh, you know, Zach knows exactly where I live. He's seen me coming out of my house, and I've noticed that since he's been upset about the uh, the crystal bald eagle uh, uh, point totals, he seems to be avoiding my block. You know, I I, I, I I look for him sometimes. Like maybe I can say hi. Um, right around the time he was kind of upset about those point totals, I noticed. Uh, Zach, why yeah, is that? Why 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 haven't you guys that. run into each other? <laughs> It's not that at all. Um, no, but I'm, 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 I'm curious for you here, Dennis, because uh, there's, there's a, um, you know, there's a lot of people who are, who, who also want to know what goes in to doing this. I was about to say too, yes. by the way, uh, that, that Bo and Shield are, are Princeton guys. Okay. I'm, I'm a, mm. I'm a Penn guy. So I, I just want that on the record here. Uh, I hope Coach Flynn's not upset about that. I mean, he's holding up a Coach Flynn mug. He's a Princeton football <laughs> yeah. man. Um, no, yeah. uh, what goes in to to uh, putting these scenarios together? Yeah, so, uh, well, first of all, my wife uh, got her PhD from Princeton, and I got mine from Penn. So we have a little Penn-Princeton mm -hmm. thing in our, in our uh, big Big flex well. of a household, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Uh, but, but, okay, so... When I was in middle school, I would cut out the part of the paper on Wednesdays that had all of the NFL scores from the whole year to date. And it was the only time that you could get all that information. Like, you know, the standings were in the paper every day, but you can't figure out strength of victory and, uh, you know, record versus common opponents and all that stuff from the standings. Right. So like every Wednesday, I would make sure that I cut that out, put it on my desk so I could figure out the the, the playoff scenarios. And with two or three weeks left in the year, I would always I'd start to tell my friends and everyone like, you know, if the Eagle like if the Eagles win these three games, it's like 1991. And it's like you know, if we beat Dallas week 15 and like Washington loses or whatever. And on TV and like little like local news things and everything, I would always hear like false information. Like people would be like, mm -hmm. oh, the Eagles, like if they win, they're in. And it's like, no, what? what that's not true. Like, you know, it, it, like if, <laughs> if Washington Dallas ends in a tie, then they're not in. And I'd be like so upset about like. Uh, things that were just wrong. And I'd be telling anyone I could. I'd like tell my dad. My dad would be like, why do you do this? Like I tell my mom, she'd be like, if you just spent your energy on more important things, like, you know, that kind of thing. 
Um, so I had an audience of like, like, you know, audience of one, right? Like me, like I was the only <laughs> oh, audience nice. for my thing. Like I would make, uh, I would make like in my spiral notepad, the same charts that you see on Twitter now, and they would be just as pretty. Um, and I was literally the only person, uh, who looked at them or cared about them. I'd show my friends and they'd be like, okay, you know, nice, uh, good job or whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's how it started. And, you know, I've always, I've always done them. And I guess, uh, yeah, as Sheil said, for the first time, uh, you know, other people can, can see them. When, when did we first correspond? It was over, was it over playoff scenarios? Did you reach, I probably screwed something up, right? Because I was, you know, I was not you, but for, I think it was for philly.com and burst 24 seven. I was trying to make this my corner because no one was doing it. So I would go to yeah. the. Uh, ESPN playoff, you know, the th it's basically 538 has yeah, now yeah. where you basically just right. choose and I would just make a list of every potential combination and I would just do them all, do them out and then put up a post and everybody read them. So I'm not surprised by your popularity, but was that the first time uh, we corresponded? I couldn't yeah, remember. a little we, bit of shield taking credit I, for your I, personality. I emailed you. I, we emailed back and forth about some stuff when you were doing Birds 24-7, but the first time uh, we kind of got got talking about it in more detail. Bo actually read my Apple review of Birds with Friends, like very early uh, mm. in Birds with Friends. Mm. And the only reason I wrote a review was just to just to communicate to you guys that I have these playoff scenarios. <laughs> and the, like, the point of the review, the point of the review was to tell you about that. And Bo actually mentioned like on the pod, he was like, oh, it's fantastic that he used this opportunity to uh, tell us about the playoff scenarios while writing a review. And it was like literally the only way I knew to communicate with you guys at the time because I couldn't find your email or whatever. So um, I've, I've never written an Apple, uh, podcast review, uh, you know, before or after that. Um, it was like, it was literally just to communicate with you that I did. That. Well, we are, we are extremely grateful for you coming on the show. However, if you want to come back on the show, we're going to need a Spotify, uh, review, um, and a five-star, but go ahead, Sheila. Well, what people don't know is that not, I mean, this is, this is only a sliver of your, Sickoness is that? Is, did I use that mm. correctly? I, you know, I was writing a piece for tomorrow today. Where did, about, where did sicko about, come from, by the way? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of that term, but, uh, but yeah, I don't. <laughs> neither am I, Dennis. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was just like I mean, I, yeah, you're I mean, sitting you know, here, you're going, "What's the mat? Why are there, you know, hundreds of people in a chat with us on a Thursday afternoon right. before they're about to play?" So, so you know, you have to have sort of uh, something wrong with you. But this is just a little. I mean. You're watching film. You chart yes. more, I would say, than anybody who covers the team. You're charting uh, coverages. I mean, you're going over everything with a fine-tooth comb. You are watching opposing coach press conferences, <laughs> podcast appearances. I mean, times two, times two you're speed. at the times game listening to Merrill, right? And you, you do have a child. I, I mean, I you're do. not. And and, you're, and as as people at the stadium, I have season. I've had season tickets for twenty years, and and at the game, uh, there is almost no game that goes by where someone doesn't ask me uh, who I work for. Uh, I have my uh, <laughs> binoculars and my radio and my notes, and I'm writing stuff with a pen and like wow. charting everything and. Um, like both and games. people always ask like are you are you a scout or like you know who do you work for or whatever and i always have to just be like oh yeah, no no like you know i don't work for anyone well, <laughs> and so just, how often uh, do you find yourself how often do you find yourself like uh viscerally reacting to us saying something incorrect on the show well you guys very rarely honestly mm -hmm. um you know uh Flex. You know, I, I, uh, yeah, but, yeah, but, uh, but other, but other no, podcasts and, and other kinds of coverage, uh, it's pretty often. 
Um, actually, one of the things that I'm happiest about, um, it's not, you know, Jim Everett quote tweeting me, like, doesn't matter, right? <laughs> what matters is like, well, that the Eagles, the Eagles beat seems to have like, caught on to me. And mm. that means that there is not as much misinformation going out about Eagles playoff scenarios. And I really do like that, like, because I can, you know, as soon as someone does, um, right. someone, someone does make a mistake and say something wrong, I can, I can reply to their tweet and they're not like, who is this weirdo? Like they, right. they know who I am. So that makes it a little bit better. Well, even last well, week, I, there was a lot of, there was a lot of people saying it had to be a, a Niners win and not, and not also the Saints loss that could have happened. People were just overlooking that. And you, you were, and, and there were 10 times as many people asking, why do they need a Niners win? Like, right, it's like right. the Niners are tied with them in the standings. Shouldn't them right. losing be better? And that's, and that's exactly what makes it fun is that it's sometimes you have unintuitive things like that. I ask this, I ask this delicately uh, because, because certainly I, I do not want to overstep at all. Um, but these the service you provide, the information you provide is, is really valuable. It's, it's to a certain degree proprietary, right? Like there aren't a lot of people providing this. Has anyone who has mattered I've reached out to you? Like the three of us don't really matter in the scheme of things. But if, if I was working for a CTC, team, I yeah. would say like, yeah. I, I want to be in touch with him because that brain could be useful for, for us winning and losing for us getting the edge. Yeah, I mean, you know, as as Shield knows from some of the stuff he's done, like teams have a lot of really smart people working for them these days, like doing that kind of thing. Like maybe, yeah, not not every team like we, like Gettleman has a computer or whatever, right? But um, but but like, <laughs> yeah, no, but but like, yeah, people have asked me that kind of thing. My my answer has always been like, first of all, I have a job. Um, you know, I. I you know, I, I teach at Penn and in, in both Wharton and the econ department, and I really like flex. that job and I want to keep doing that. Uh, that is a flex. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to keep doing that. And, and that's that's my that's my thing. Like, that's what I, I like teaching and, and educating and, and, and doing that. I'm teaching faculty there. So I get to teach a lot of classes at different levels. And, and I want to keep doing that. Um, the other thing is it would stop being fun. You know, like I've heard so many mm. uh, reporters say like, you know, it's not fun anymore. Like I used to be a, I used to be a fan and, and now I have to cover the team and it's not fun. And I think it would be the same way to, 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 you know, to have it be like work. Like I don't have to get these playoff scenarios out at a certain time. Like I just want to, if someone were telling me, and Bo, Bo knows about this, right. If someone tells you to do something, it's not as True. fun. Right. And like, yeah. no one's telling me how to make my chart or no one's telling me to like, you know, like, oh, like, can we put a sponsor on there? And it's like, no, you can't put a sponsor on there. They're very pretty the way they are. You know, like, it's like that kind of thing. Like, so, so, yeah. So as on the job aside, front, well, Wait, as, 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 as a quick aside, though, I, I give you credit for identifying that smart people in the NFL are getting in touch with Shield because of his work and not my Vinnie Curry story or, mm -hmm. uh, or Bo's Omar F story, right? Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, that's like, the guy what, they're going after. What, well, one of the one of the I love the Omar Epps story and the Vinnie Curry story, but the problem <laughs> with me liking a story is that it means that probably no one else does, right? Like, like. Well, that's there's, exactly there's, what I'm going for. That's that's the difference between right between us. Yeah, I noticed well, that. I think the post a, yeah, I mean, yeah, if I can get like four people to like a story, that's really in my sweet spot. <laughs> No, I, I mean, you guys should run all your story uh, ideas by me. And if I think it's a great idea, you you probably shouldn't do it, Zach. Like, you know, because I know you want the numbers. And if it appeals to me, it's likely to appeal to, like, four other people. So uh, that's my sweet spot. 
Well, I did notice in the post game pod when Zach said, you know, you were talking about the fourth down decisions, and Zach said, I don't, you know, I don't write for me, I write for my audience. And I thought, oh, that, that's pretty different than Bo, Bo's approach <laughs> right. to uh, writing. Well, and, yet, and, yet, and yet, Zach's the one who was trying to uh, thumb his nose at the audience and postpone the cheat sheet a day to, uh, to get the day. That's January. not thumbing my nose at all. Whoa, jeez. It's like. It's like the people who have their baby on December 30th to get the tax break, right? Like it's like right. it's all about gaming the yeah. Exactly. exactly. Uh, now Dennis, I guess on the on the job front, how often they do miss. these these sorry, I, you know what you're right. Dennis. Uh, I mean, it's hard to No, no, I got to work switch. on it. This is this is going to become a Corey Clement situation and we we have to avoid that. Uh, on the job front, how often do these two uh, lives of yours intertwine? Does uh, does does it ever creep creep over? Um, I, I definitely put my job first. So, I mean, yeah, it, oh, I mean like, like from, you know, from people in, in that job, like recognizing that. your, uh, Oh, like, almost, almost never. I mean, I don't okay. know, like this appearance will, will probably not help that. Um, <laughs> but, but, but it almost never happens. I mean, like, you know, it's a pretty international, uh, group at Penn. And so like a lot of people aren't into football and the ones that are like, Oh, like, you know, he has season tickets or, or something, but it doesn't go much beyond that usually. Now there was a question earlier. My students, for... my students will say they saw my tweets, though. Like that, that's happened. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, different world. Yeah. That's now there was I a have. question. You know, I've uh, my alma mater is giving me the, is giving me nothing, which we've been over. Mm. People are wondering if maybe you can get me some type of you know honorary something given your clout there. So that's just something to keep in mind. I mean, I should put my eggs in your basket, uh, Coach Flynn's basket. We got Marissa helping me with the Merrill School. You know, maybe something will come of it, but that's just something to maybe chew on that a commenter mentioned. <laughs> I don't think I have very too many high level connections at Penn, but I can. Oh, I can, I'm low I can level see what is I, fine. Yeah, I can no, see what I can do. Good. And at worst, I can get you one of those Penn sweatshirts that in the Penn font says "Not Penn State." Not Penn. I was about can, to say that. Yeah. yeah. So if you're if you're if you're continue to be bitter at your alma mater, you can you can wear that. I mean, I could just show what is it? The Daily Pennsylvanian, right? The DP. Yes. Yeah, I could just I could just show up there, you know, say anybody have any questions, then I'll look at me and say no and then walk out, but I mean that would be something I would think. Uh now Denise, we uh we were going to go over this the spread your wins and fly draft, but I feel like that's a waste of your time at this point. You've already you've already put in the work, uh which people can see on Twitter. Uh Zach is closing in on a victory. It looks uh it looks good for him. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, re real quick. I mean, Bo needs a, a Saints loss, a Dolphins loss, and a Steelers win or tie uh, to create the 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 tie at eight and four. At which point, um, I'm looking forward to the heated debate about what the what the tiebreaker is. But yeah. do you have any ideas for us? Well, I mean, can we can we make one up after the fact? I, I remember yeah, what it was it, yeah. last year. That's Bo's um, way. Yeah. What, what was, was it last year? year? Last year it was the oh, it was the um, combined difference, right? Combined difference of just the hits. Okay. Not the misses. So how badly well, you missed doesn't we should, matter, but the we ones should keep you it hit, consistent. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. you know, I might know someone who can calculate that before Sunday. Okay. Fair enough. Now, uh, can you explain why it is that you don't love swooper storecasting? As a, okay, as a game so, theorist. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, you know, for those that of you who don't know, which is like, yeah. why would you know Great. this? Uh, I, I revealed <laughs> about uh, a month ago that I'm not, actually not a fan of the games with forecasting. I found it, I used to find it really boring to listen but to. But things have really picked up since then. Um, yeah, like last year, I, you know, I normally listen to the pod on 1.25 speed or I watch it on YouTube 1.25. 
super forecasting would come around, then I'd be like times two, like get uh -oh. through this. I mean, like they're they're thinking forever. The bidding takes forever. That's true. So the the way that I um the the way that I first started documenting your your bids and everything was actually just the way for me not to be bored during it. Like it was like maybe if maybe if I like make the spreadsheet, like at least I'll be doing something and the time will pass better. Um, and then Zach's like you know development as a as a um you know like a, applying his as a player his, his, yeah as a player uh, has has kept me entertained all year as well so i mean <laughs> just how flustered he gets and everything is just fantastic and you know i just well, love how much he cares about it and uh and yeah by the way what should i have um, been on the, the casey two hill thing that you were upset about oh, last really? time was like by far your best item and yeah. and you you <laughs> overpaid like crazy for the the fourth down conversions one and weren't even upset about that so i was, I was kind right of yelling at that. you for that how much should I have bid for the 1 p.m. game? Yeah, so that was something that I've been I've been thinking about. Um, you know, I, I waited until an important <laughs> I waited till an important week, but I was wondering just theoretically, uh, as you know, I used to do auction theory when I was um, when I was doing my dissertation. I actually, as have a do. paper on auctions, but um, I was like, how much would they bid for something that's like a guaranteed one point? Like, what would the value of that be? So I was just I was I was really curious. Mm -hmm. um, how that would go i don't have an answer for what for what's good because it depends on how likely the other things are obviously um but in a game like that where only three of them ended up being right i mean it was obviously worth a lot so in yeah, theory know. you have 24 turkeys it's the third it's the third item what do you bid again like i mean it depends on the situation <laughs> like you need to win zach is looking for answers yeah you're not, gonna get, a, you're not gonna get a short zach, take it offline yeah, yeah get yeah. the contact info or you know he'll be walking down the block yeah you can just if you ever swing by the block again zach instead of avoiding me you can ask me on the yeah street, zach you know? swing by the block again sorry i i have yeah. I, all right what what bone shield we're referring to is i i have since I've since moved to the suburbs, so I I, I don't. Oh, comes out. But he has the whole same back backdrop. Yeah, yeah. You moved to the you seriously moved to the suburbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were Dennis. Dennis, you were scaring him. I didn't realize you were that upset. Wow. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. I have two things now. I could not let you leave without having you play a game. But before you do that, I do want to give you a chance to get on your soapbox and use this this massive platform that you have here on birds with friends <laughs> to reach Roger Goodell and explain to him why the Saturday games in week 18 are such a bad idea. Yeah. So, um, you know, in a typical competition, you want there to be a lot of games played at different times to maximize TV ratings. And I totally get that. Like the world cup group stage, every single game is played at a different time uh, to maximize TV ratings. Like, Oh, that's great. The NFL is terrible at that. They play like nine games on Sunday at one o'clock for no reason at all, like all at the same time, all competing with each other. Like it's not, it doesn't make any sense. Shields mentioned this on the pod before from a business perspective, it doesn't make sense. It's based on the way TVs used to be with antennas and everything it makes no sense. Come week 18, that is the one time when it actually matters for competitive fairness to have certain games be played at the same time. And uh, the World Cup group stage example, the last game of the group stage, those of you familiar with the World Cup, those games are played at the same time uh, in the same group because you don't want one team to get an informational advantage over the other. 1982, West Germany and Austria just kicked the ball around for 90 minutes and both got into the next round and screwed over Algeria. As soon as that happened, the FIFA changed the rules. They've never made the mistake since. 
The NFL could end up with a scandal like that on their hands. Uh, it could happen as early as Sunday night when the Chargers and the Raiders play on Sunday night. If the Colts and uh, if the Colts lose and the Steelers win, the Steelers will be almost in the playoffs. The only thing that would keep them out is a Chargers Raiders tie, and a Chargers Raiders tie would get both the Chargers and the Raiders in, and they play Crazy. each other on Sunday night after all the other games are over, and they could just kick off. And wait for 15 minutes for the first quarter to end, and then they could what take a fun, like, yeah, like that would be so great. It would be over in about an hour and 15 minutes. The NFL wouldn't be able to get any of their commercials in because there'd be no breaks. And uh, would be so offended. it would be an all-time Sachi, scandal. And both an of those teams would get into the playoffs. Like there's not there's like, how can you set up a structure like that? Now, for the Saturday night thing, a similar thing can happen because of the Saturday night uh thing being earlier. Look at the games they put on Saturday night. They put two Pretty terrible games. Like Eagles Dallas is going to be a horrible game. Uh, Eagles clearly resting uh, their guys. Dallas likely to rest their guys for most of the game as well. It's an awful game. So people are like, why'd they put that game there? And it's because there were no other games that they could put on Saturday. Other than the, the clear best game to put on Saturday would have been Pittsburgh Baltimore. They couldn't do that because Pittsburgh played Monday night. They would have had a five-day week. And so that's another problem. Like, it's hard to find two games that you can put on Saturday without messing things up competitively out of the 16 options. They only have 14 options because two of the teams, Pittsburgh and Cleveland, played Monday night. So you can't move either of their games to, to the Saturday. And so that handcuffs them even more. I mean, the whole thing was not thought out. Clearly, ESPN just threw a lot of money at them and they were like, yes, we'll take your money. But that's not how it should be. And I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want to just like 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 bitch and complain without offering a solution. So I'll offer my solution as well. Have the entire AFC be on Saturday. That was directed have the at you. Entire Bob, NFC be on Sunday. <laughs> That's right. That's What's a solution. That? Sorry. It's a great. I, sorry, I said that was directed at Bo, which I appreciate. Not having go a ahead. Um, I mean, it was directed at most you, people yeah. who just rant and rave mm -hmm. about how much everything sucks without saying like what they would do instead. So yeah, no, I mean, like Saturday you could have all the AFC games. Sunday you could have all the NFC games. There's a very, Perfect. very, very small chance that strength of victory, like like the NFC game could affect the AFC game or something, but like it's such a small chance and no one other than me has ever thought of it. So like that doesn't matter. The the thing is, if you did that, you could even extend that to the wild card weekend and have the have like the Saturday games be from that conference or something, and no one would have a short week for wild card weekend. Like it would solve that problem as yeah, well, which yeah. a lot of teams like complain about. Beautiful. And you would have more time slots. And if you can have a Saturday night game and a Sunday night game without it being competitively unfair, you will. But if you can't, you don't. I mean, and the league has avoided having Sunday night football in the past uh, because there were literally no games that were guaranteed to uh, still matter by the time the other games were played. So they just canceled Sunday night football. It's happened in the past. So they could do it again. Give right. me the uh, give me the scenario again of how we can have the kneel off. What needs to happen? Because yeah, I'm with so you. The Colts, we should the Colts, root for this. I mean, on paper, you think, all right, well, no one's ever going to do that. But I mean, if it's guaranteeing you a spot in the playoffs, you're at least having a discussion. I mean, who cares if people are yelling at you uh, about it? You're getting an extra game. So get, give me that one again. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be as farcical as like the kickoff and then 15 minutes of nothing. But if it got near the end of the game and it was still tied, I mean, like there's no reason for either team to take risks. Uh, right. Rest, right. Um, so if the Colts lose to Jacksonville, and the Steelers beat the Ravens. Okay. Then the scenario is that, and you can see in the bottom, uh, those of you watching can see in the bottom of the AFC chart on the right, there's that tie scenario. In the tie scenario, 
when the Chargers Raiders game ends with any kind of result, like someone wins, the winner and the Steelers would be in and the loser would be out. But when they tie, they're both in and the Steelers are out. And the Steelers would just be helplessly watching the game, literally rooting for not a tie. Like that's all they would need is not <laughs> a tie. And the two teams playing would be incentivized to tie and knock them out. Like, and you know, I don't think they would care. Like the Chargers would be the six and the Raiders would be the seven. I don't think the, you know, like that's not going to incentivize the, right. the Raiders like to try to win and be the six instead. So yeah, I mean. Well, if that happens, I mean, the Raiders have made the playoffs one time in the last 18 years. So if you're telling me they can just have a tie and, you know, they can do it, they can, they can have their social media, put a poll up. Hey, should we do this? I guarantee everyone's going to say, do it, go get in the playoffs. And I mean, Brandon Staley could just put out a video afterwards explaining why he did it. And, uh, and everybody they would, would love fine. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, this, yeah. this is something that we should. Look, they, they, would, they would have never done this if the scenario that, that created this wasn't such an upset. Like if it weren't Colts, Jaguars, like they need, like the Jaguars need to beat the Colts for this to right. happen. Right. Mm -hmm. If it had been the other way around, like if some like sure thing like would have set this up. They would not have put that game on on Sunday night. But they the Colts haven't won there since like what 2014. Yeah, I, I read today, mm. so that's so that's, that's, that's not a gimme. I'm 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 fascinated though. I imagine people in the NFL office were aware of this scenario, right? Like like they're willing to gamble that Rich Passaccia is not going to play for a tie. Yeah. So well, they did the give him the job. You're, Zach, I don't know if you remember, like you met, you were talking about this the other day. You you said you were surprised when Eagles Washington was moved to Sunday night last year, and yes. um, I actually I actually looked at uh, the schedule before I I saw it. You know, I obviously I was figuring out my scenarios anyway, and I was crossing off all the lit games that they couldn't put Sunday night, and I was like, before I even saw that they had put Eagles Washington Sunday night, I turned to 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 Emily, my wife, and I was like, they flexed our game to Sunday night. I hadn't even seen it. It was literally the only game they could have flexed to Sunday night without yeah. creating a scenario where the game might be dead on arrival. You know what I mean? Like where it just yeah. wouldn't matter to either team by the time it was played. So it had to be that game. They had no other choice. And you can tell from the way they put the Saturday games and, and the Sunday night game this year that they're at least conscious of it. You know, they're conscious of it, but they couldn't have a Sunday night game this year without at least taking that small risk, the, the tie risk. So. All right, That's well, not the only uh, risk of that game, by the way. Bo's mentioned this. The Raiders could be in before the game starts. Um, depending right, on what which, the Ravens do or something. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I could not let you leave, Dennis. Jeez. Uh, Dennis. Uh, without a two can you. So I'm going to pit you and Zach against each oh, other no. here. Oh, sure no. You can, okay. you can play if you want, but I, I, I don't think you're going to fare too well. Uh, yeah. I think we know okay. I have no interest in that. Yeah. Uh, Zach and Dennis. There are 24 players since the 2017 Super Bowl season who have played exactly one game in a season for the Eagles. <laughs> Two, can you name those players? I will let you guys go. You can go one after the other back and forth. Do you oh understand what do you understand what I'm and asking? We're, Zach? we're on our honor not to look up anything, right? Well, yeah, I would hope so. I mean, Zach's looking at something right now. Now, so I will I let know. you. You look at my have... wife's text. Yeah, my <laughs> wife remarked to me that uh, her name's Emily too. She's watching this episode, oh, and that go. we both have wives named Emily. They, so they, that, they very uh, briefly yes. met each other. I don't know if you remember. Yes, we were sitting. I do. At, yeah. I yeah. On uh, back when back on, when you swung 20th, by the block. Yeah. Yeah. On on uh, on twentieth and uh, and and Lombard, right? That's right. Yeah, you're. Yeah. That's right. Yep. So. Um. Now there are. 
Uh, I will give you each. Uh, you can each have two lifelines if you want. Um, and I will give you. I'll give you this breakdown just so you know. There are five players from 2017, two from 2018, four from 2019, five from 2020, and eight this year. Wait, am I allowed to write that down? Hold on, yeah, I got to. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, when he listens back to this, then he's going to hate this part because there's a little bit of dead air. People trying to figure things out. So, so he'll be on speed. speed. So, give me the years again. Okay, uh, five in the Super Bowl. Hold on, give me, give me the, give me the question again. It's, it's (laughs) Eagles, Eagles players who played exactly one game, who have played exactly one game in a season, not over their careers, one game in a season. season. Uh, for the Eagles since the Super Bowl year of 2017. Uh, and the breakdown is five and 17, two and 18, four and 19, five and 20, and eight and 21. <laughs> Sheila, what, how would you like to spend your oh time God. over the next five minutes? <laughs> I feel five like so a, a waste of the time for our uh, listeners. No, but... I feel like this is. I feel like this is the type of thing that for all his hard work, oh. this is a gift that we can give. All right, so I'll I'll, I'll let Denise go this first. This is this is like going to be like a lifetime of nightmares for for <laughs> for coming up short. Okay, but thank you. Okay, Zach, you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to defer to our guest, but I'll be happy to go first. What, what, go what's first. the how? how oh, there's plenty game theory about going one first until someone game. can't name one. You go back and forth, one, 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 yes, yeah. until. And, so it can be, and I'm giving. Do we have you, to I'm, say? Do we have I'm to say you, which year? No, you don't have to say which year. No, you only have name. to say the player. Only the player. There is one, and I will tell you, there is one player who appears twice. Twice, okay, yeah. on the list. And I will give you, I will give you each uh, two lifelines. I'll give. I'm, I'm willing to give hints. Okay. Appeared so, in the game. It can. It can be special teams, right? Correct. Oh, appeared in the game. So not just active. Yeah, they have to have played. They have to register a game played. So uh, okay. So wait. So yeah. So no, a, they don't have to have logged a snap if they were. Yeah. Active, so so it could be a backup quarterback. I think was, they have to have played mm, a game. I think I think they have to play a snap. Right? You, you have to play yeah, a snap. Yeah, because it's did not. You, you're in the did not uh, play yes, list. If yeah. There's oh, a separate right, thing right, for did yeah. not play. Which is okay, usually so, only only like one quarterback. So yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm glad you specified that because I was literally gonna. Uh, <laughs> my first choice was the was a quarterback this year who I wasn't gonna say. Um, all right, I, I yeah, will you let you have, go first. You have to have played a snap. I will uh, let you go first. And oh no, okay. Or do you want me to go oh, first? Oh man, okay. Um, don't look in the chat either, you, because the the, mm, the listeners, true. the viewers okay. are playing along. So make sure you I don't. Yeah, down. I don't even. I don't even know how to look at the chat. So all right, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Sydney Jones, 2017. Sydney Jones, 2017 is correct. Nice job. Very nicely done. That week, that was, of course, that uh, that week seventeen it was game. Freezing. I got to go on the field and hold the Eagles uh, flag during the fight song that game. Wow, another oh, flex. This has been a, a very, lot of flex a very, a very silly flex. Yeah. Uh, Brett Toth, two thousand and twenty. My dead on arrival, the first one. Zach, I'm afraid that's incorrect. Oh, Toth more than one boy. game. Right? He started. He game over. It's not starts. It's played. Okay. Yeah, play on like a uh, field goal and stuff. Yeah, because uh, I was. I was oh, go. so you're thinking back. You're thinking back to our to our our uh, Kelsey thing. It's yeah. it's it's yeah. not start. Okay. It's, it's played. Would you like? Well, to maybe we should, maybe we should keep, yeah. So then, give me. Should, 
Maybe so we should keep going and just let us yeah, so then give me a chance to start yeah. over here. Okay. So now oh, yeah, that may, that, that's a good way to do it. You, you, you can each get 12 guesses and then we'll see who gets okay. the most points. Well, all right. Well, then I'm, I'm going to start with obvious ones because this last week the Eagles had two guys playing for the first time. Yeah. So Carrie Vincent Jr. would be my first one here. Okay. Very nice. That's correct. Just, just to take away the other one from you, Jacoby Stevens was obviously the other one. Yes. Obviously. Yes, correct. Yeah, no, I nice like nothing in about kickoff, kickoff. He made he even made a play. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. he just said that. It's a nice play. Okay, mm-hmm. okay Zach, um, would you like to use a hint? Uh, sure, sure. I'll take a hint. I shouldn't do one this early, but um, okay. There is a there is a a player on the Eagles currently who was signed in 2017 because of the appearance of another player on the on this list. I mean, in 2017 because of the appearance. Um, I'm sorry. In real time, that 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 hints messing with my head. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there, there, there is a. Uh, I mean, you wrote a book about this season. Yes, exactly. So I someone I, got I, injured in week one of that season that led to the signing of someone mm-hmm. who is still on the Eagles roster. So okay. So uh, oh okay. Wait. So uh, Caleb Sturgis. Correct. In 2017. Okay. Correct. Now I understand you, what you're saying. You don't have to say the you don't have to say the name, but or the year rather. Okay. But yeah, you got that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh man, is it my turn? It's your turn. Um, do playoffs count? Playoffs do not count. Regular season only. Ah, okay. I was going to go Shelton Gibson, 2019, played in mm. the playoff game. Yeah, of course. Right. Okay. Him and those bench he was involved in in yeah. Okay. All right, anyway, uh. Jack Anderson's two, so he doesn't count. Uh, at least two. You said there are eight this year? Yes, although it's possible Football Ref, Pro Football Reference didn't update with this week because you just said one of the guys who they have. Yeah, Jack Anderson. Or, no, no, wait, because they have no, Jack Kobe Anderson was inactive this week. Yeah, Jack Anderson yeah. is one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Jack Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Jack Anderson is correct. Uh, okay, Zach, do you need? Do you still need hints, or do you want to? You want to go on your no, own? No, no, I, I, I have time to think here. Okay, so this is helping me here. So, uh, 2018 season, Nate Sudfeld took his first snaps in Week 17 against Washington, or he took his first passes then. So, unless he was in earlier to hand off, but um, Carson didn't go down until uh, later on that year. So, I'm going Nate Sudfeld, 2018. Is that wrong? I see the look on your face. Uh, it's very funny because Nate Sunfield appears on this list twice. He is the player who appears okay. on this list twice, but it's for 2017 okay. and 2020. But you get the oh, point the, anyway. I get the point anyway. Mm. Okay. He had played before uh, that Washington game. Yeah, he he had not played before the Washington game last year. No, in no, two, no. But in the, the last oh, the, in the 2018, he must 2018. have had, he must have had two. He must have gotten yeah. in a, a snap. Yeah. I mean, we're not really doing what, what was it? Twelve of each of these, are we? I mean, at this pace, uh, I think I, I think you would need to pump again. Put that as an apple. That's fine. In the yeah, this is. It feels like it feels like Dennis I mean, is, is coming juice, in for a win you know, here with that yeah. segment. Is Mac McCain, Mac just... McCain one? Mac McCain is correct. Okay. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to just go rapid fire? Do you want me to give you some names? What? How do? You, how do? You, how do you want to end this shield? <laughs> I mean, yes, whatever. Wait, Tell I got one. Tell okay. me what will be quickest. 
2017. This one jumps to my mind. Okay. I think I'm, you're going to get about this. the 2017 team. Uh, Trey Elston. Does that count? That is correct. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's a, that's. I'll just oh, get you know oh, what random do? uh Will Will Beatty is that one? Did that's he play correct. In that last that's the game? other one I was okay, gonna okay. go. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, good. Okay. Why don't I why don't I just run down this list and you can you can say who I feel like Dennis has won this game. I'll just give you the the hints and you can Yeah, uh, I mean by the initial <laughs> rules, I mean he won yeah, he literally won, he, won, on the second question. round in. So and then you just just jump in if you want to go for it. Uh you just got Will Beatty. Uh Wide receiver in 2018 played week one was was uh, given a vested contract and then they cut him in week two. Oh, oh my god! Why did they do uh, that? It was it was Kamar Aiken, was it? Mm, no, that's no, they brought back. It was, it was the, oh, it was the other back. guy ah. yes, from Oregon State. Uh, he was one of the guys in that. Was it the was it the Tampa game where like all the receivers yeah. were terrible? Yeah, Mark uh, and Mich- yeah. wait, no. Oh, Marcus, is that right? Marcus Wheaton oh. is the answer. Oh, yeah, Marcus, Marcus Wheaton. Wheaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually same, like Marcus Wheaton. Same year, uh, a cornerback who later came back to training camp and uh, ran into Jeffrey Lurie during a training camp practice. So that's not fair. How would I know mm. that? Josh Hawkins is the answer we're looking <laughs> Trust for. Trust me. Josh you played in, in, in the Saints playoff game you played. The the <laughs> loss to the Saints in the playoffs. He was that's actually correct. playing outside corner in the second round. Right. A uh, draft, a fifth round draft pick in 2019. Mm-hmm. Defensive end. Oh, Sharif Miller. Correct. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, big time free agent signing in 2019 who got injured in week one. Big time. Oh, oh, uh, Malik Jackson. Correct. Yeah. Uh, tight end who hits massive bombs in softball. Richard Rodgers. Dick Rodgers. Uh, but what year what, did he only play one game? 19, Seems like he plays. Nineteen. Okay. Seems like he plays uh, half the year every. Nineteen. Uh, in that in that game that win against the Giants, he had a big downfield catch, wide receiver. Bryce Trey. No. From USC. <clears throat> Wait, it wasn't Bryce Trey. It was not Bryce Trey. Had a big catch in sixteen a, against yeah, the Giants. Nineteen. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm getting my ears confused. Yeah. Deontay uh, Burnett. Deontay Burnett is the Deontay Burnett. Okay. Uh, 2020 seventh round draft pick who they never should have cut. Casey Tuhill. Uh 2020 son of a heavyweight champion. Elijah, Elijah Holyfield. Holyfield. Uh, 2020 uh, led the team with the fewest rushing yards. He had one touch in the Niners game Josh. for like eleven nine, uh, minus eleven yards. He's oh, back in training camp uh, this year. Uh, oh my god! Change positions from running back to wide receiver this summer. Yeah, uh, Jason Huntley, Adrian Killens. Oh, Adrian that's Killens. right. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry. 2020. AK, on the AK, AK, as Doug AK. Peterson called him in a press conference. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Jason Huntley <laughs> appears on this list. We'll, we can and get you rid of that. Wonder why okay. you're king of the sickos. He played, played in this. He played in a game this year. Uh, six said, round. Pick I don't think anyone knew who he was talking from about. last year. Saying. Not a king like. Than is, but a wait, what? Okay. Oh, son. Prince, uh, Prince yeah. Tega, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, okay. Tega Winoga. Uh, <laughs> the Eagles <laughs> traded Zach Ertz for this guy, take Allen. Uh, the Eagles, uh, and, drafted and where this did guy he go to sophomore, sophomore year Walker. high school, Zach? Uh, he it was it, it was like I think it was Levittown or around there, yeah. Okay, <laughs> the Eagles drafted this guy ahead of Quez Watkins. John Hightower. And then finally, my favorite player. 
Suo Opeta. Coyote Awashika. Coyote Who's no longer on the team. You guys, you guys, you guys need to uh, stay in the same Elijah Riley. stuff so you, so Elijah you can know Riley that. Is correct. Elijah Riley. Yeah. All oh, okay, right. not well, Coyote Awashika. Okay, sorry. Uh, Dennis, you have uh, you have been wonderful. You have helped us bring this podcast to a screeching halt. Uh, the pipes, the by way. the way. What a voice for podcasting. Did you notice oh, yeah. that? I mean, there were you know, a year and a that. half of year and a half of teaching on Zoom. You know, I have my, I've got the fancy microphone and everything. You sound so. great. I saw somebody yeah. wanted to know if the if if the balloons are a sign that you've been celebrating Jonathan Gannon's birthday today. Bo, you should know what the balloons are for because our our sons were born a few days apart. Um, That's right. So it is is for my for my my son's fourth birthday, uh, which Happy happens. Birthday. And have what, you seen in Canto? Three yet. days before Casey's, I believe. What's up? Uh, he's yeah, Casey's the fourteenth. Okay. okay. Uh, Ren is the 10th. He was born okay. during the game in which Carson Wentz um, injured nice. himself against the Rams. Yeah. And have you guys watched Encanto? No. Okay. Well, you've got some work to do. Too busy, too busy watching the film, you know. That's right. I respect that. Good answer. Oh, speaking <laughs> of uh, watching yeah, the Shield, too. I'm assuming you've already watched Dogtooth since you uh, you <laughs> promised uh, that you would. And um, I'll yeah, be looking no, forward to your review on Thursday. I actually have a TV as you guys were doing that segment. I was just kind of letting it soak in. I switched the thing on my headphones, connected to there. And so, uh, yeah, so far, pretty interesting. Uh, but still, you know, I got to get to the It's the definitely pretty interesting. Yeah. I am right. going. Now, you know, um, now our City of God listener has not. I give uh, him a lot of respect for sticking yeah. to the bit. He has just been relentless a year in. And so he, he's, uh, he's like tagging. He's like tagging me saying I should ask you about City of God. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so City of God and Dogtooth. Maybe I'll just go back to back. And uh, there you go. And what? And Coda. Well, okay. well what's that? Is, is that That's one the one recommend? I recommended for you oh. over the summer. All yeah. right. Uh, all right, we'll take a little break and be back with somehow still more of the podcast. Dennis, we love you. Thank you. Great Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. See you next time. All right. Back on Burns with Friends. Marissa, how did you spend that last uh, 40 minutes or whatever? What a, what a treat. That was amazing. He is unbelievable. I'm ready for him to take my job or I'm ready to produce a podcast of, you know, just numbers and stat like that was so entertaining my brother just texted me he said bad job scouting by us because he was so good how could we not have had him on sooner yeah Absolutely how have we not had him on sooner and how does he not yeah, have his own podcast those are my big takeaways from all of that and the chat seemed to enjoy it just as much as i did so that was awesome like i said he's not just numbers i mean he uh, you know i've seen yeah. his spreadsheets he literally is charting every play with the coverage uh, he thinks he it is the the plays everything. He is into every aspect of the Philadelphia Eagles and has been for a very long time. He did a fantastic job, Bo. I don't know what you were. Th- I mean, the reviews are already coming in. You know, I felt like we had a great segment. I was feeling great. Now I have a headache. My eyes are like burning. I, know, but I, I had literally to give him, I had did to something give him to me physically. Having to sit through that did so, this big jug of water cannot save me. It doesn't matter how hydrated I am. That I mean, talking about need going to a screeching halt. His and you know sometimes when you have a guest on, they might be uncomfortable. He was, I mean, he was just a regular. He was into it, reeling it off. And then I don't know what happened. He knows that. to expect what the, what happens on this show. Yeah, I'm not talking about him. I he don't, loves the minutia. What he expects. What do I expect? I mean, you should have saved that for an episode I wasn't on. My God. All right. 
What are we and doing poor now? Poor Zach, we added so much stress to his life. I know, <laughs> seriously. I felt yeah, so he's bad. not going to sleep now. Yeah. Uh, by <laughs> the way, Defop Shaz said that um, the big water, you know, which I explained in the last episode, is like a myth and a lie. And he yeah. said, he said, drink big when water. you're thirsty. You don't need to be drinking that much water. So I don't know. I'm still the doing science, it. The science doesn't really support it. I'm happy I'm to tell you, my, my head is pounding, and this is my second mm. one. So maybe he's onto something. I don't know. All right. How are we Zach, finishing you look, the show? You look flummoxed by that. I've I've just heard otherwise. So, I mean, I would like to see. How often are you talking to Brady? <laughs> I wish more, frankly. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, Zach, or Shield, did you listen to that podcast I recommended? Uh, I'm about uh, 10 to 15 minutes in. Okay. I'm intrigued. I will, well. okay. I will continue to watch. Yeah. I mean, listen, okay. I thought they had good personalities too. You know, I've always said the podcast, the only thing that matters about the podcast, it's not about the topic, the content. It's do you want to spend time with those people or do you not want to spend time with them? Oh, I totally agree. I mean, that, and that to be is... fair, I did not want to spend time with you guys over the last, whatever, 10 minutes Understood. or whatever that was. Yeah. Understood. Uh, that episode is not like a reflection of their, but anyway, okay. we'll, 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 we'll get to it later. Um, all right. Well, I guess, I guess the, the, the thing that you wanted to talk about, Sheila, that we, that we should talk about is, you know, we, we, we've talked about like ranking the opponents. We, we talked about that last week, but just in general, I know you're not through the film, you know, how do you feel about like the upside for this team? What is there, you know, what's the case for them being able to, to, to pull an upset come next weekend? Well, I, I, the case to me is that these other teams are not really the best versions of themselves right now and are not really peaking at the right time. So, you know, you were talking about the Bucks on the post-game pod, and uh, they're not the Bucks of old. You know, you were mentioning their run defense. Their run defense has been very mediocre I know, mediocre I looked at it afterwards. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, listen. Just the Rams' run defense is very good, apparently. Okay. Uh, the Bucks, I think, are 11th in DVOA against the run mm -hmm. offensively. I, I mean, the, the Bucks really should have lost that game to the Jets, like legitimately. It was not a fluky, you know, that fluky of a game on Sunday. And what stands out to me about the Bucks, who, who are the most likely opponent for the Eagles, is that you look at them offensively, Chris Godwin out for the year, Antonio Brown off the team, and Leonard Fournette, we don't say. know if he, if he's going to be back. So all of a sudden, like you look at who Brady's throwing to Gronk went from a complimentary piece to, if you watch that game, that's like his go-to guy. It's Mike Evans and it's Gronk. Like those are the two guys, the other guys he's throwing to Cyril Grayson, mm. Brashad Perriman, uh, Tyler and Johnson, hampered, right? And Evans has a hamstring injury. Yeah. I mean, he, he played and he, he was fine in that game, but the opportunity so for the, the, the official wide receiver of birds with friends who has not. Yeah. I mean, he had noise. a, yeah. He had a drop uh, towards the end of that game near the goal line where I thought uh, Brady was going to throw him out of MetLife Stadium when they put the camera on Brady after that. But it's not the same team. I mean, really, the team they were in the first part of the season, got, when you're going Godwins, Godwin, Evans, Antonio Brown, Gronk, then all of a sudden you're going, shoot, we, you know, how are you going to cover these guys? It's a very different, uh, different situation with that Bucks team. And then defensively, Levante David, one of their best players, the linebacker, kind of the heart of that defense, he is out right now. Jason Pierre-Paul did not play in that game. Shaq Barrett did not play in that game. So, like, this next week's going to be big. I mean, a lot of this, like, that Wednesday injury report or whenever, I don't know when they're going to play, if they play the Bucks, that's going to be really interesting because we don't know who's going to come back and who's not. If it's the version of the Bucks that played on Sunday, 
you know, it's a totally different team than the Eagles saw earlier in the season. So that's something to keep in mind with them. The Rams, I know there's not a big chance uh, that they play them, but I mean, they can be had. Uh, Matthew Stafford, six turnovers in the last two games, five interceptions, one fumble, at least three other plays that I counted that really, you know, easily could have been turnovers. They've been up and down for a while. They had four or five games in there that were were as bad offensive performances as anything they put on the field with Jared Goff over the last four years. So uh, they're not a juggernaut either. The Cowboys offense, I mean, it looks nothing like the Cowboys offense we saw in the first six games of the season, just totally inconsistent. So I'm not telling you the Eagles are going to beat any of these teams, but if you're, you know, I I think right now, if you're an Eagles fan, you're saying, this is great. I have no expectations. They're in the playoffs. I'm going to talk myself into them winning uh, by the time, you know, Wednesday or Thursday or Friday of next week rolls around. Those are the reasons for it is that there's really not, in my opinion, uh, kind of that juggernaut team where you say, man, they have uh, absolutely no chance against that team. And to me, it really comes down to the Eagles offense because the Eagles offense has not had a bunch of these games. They've had some, but not a bunch of these games where they're just complete clunkers and they can't move the ball and they can't pick up two first downs on a drive. You know, most weeks they're at least able to string together some drives. So now it's about, do you convert in the red zone? Uh, do you not turn the ball over? And that kind of thing. So uh, we'll get more into the specific matchup after the weekend. But I, I was looking at uh, that site, Unpredictable, and I think they had the Bucks would be like six point six point favorites over the okay. Eagles on a neutral site. And I think now mm. home field advantage, I don't think it's worth three anymore. I think it's more like two and a half. So I don't know. Are they going to be like eight point underdogs uh, going into that game? That equates to something like a 20% chance to win. So it's not it's that crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, don't tell me what they can't do. Tell me what they can do. Right. Mm. Like that's how I look at scouting it. axiom. Yeah. Yeah. I um, always hated that. I always thought that was the dumbest scouting axiom. You know, I, I feel what? like. It was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, we know what they can do, but like, it just sounded smart and it means nothing. I mean, what does it mean? It means that you get fixated on the weaknesses. You get fixated on the shortcomings. Bo told me to talk you into, so that's no, what I was so talking. I can so, say what's great so about you told all me all these things. So you, so, so you told me all these reasons why. That was the exercise. The Bucks, <laughs> why the Bucks aren't, aren't <laughs> yeah, why the Bucks are beatable. Like Somebody has been watching a little too much Brady Doc. I mean, there's a reason why there's a reason why he's in the winner's circle almost every year. It's because he's a darn good quarterback and he's got good drugs. Well, I'm, I'm just saying they're, they're a hard, they're going to be a hard team to beat. They have the best offensive line. She's not saying they're going to be easy run. to beat. It's a straw man. Come on. No one's, I didn't tell you the Eagles are going to beat them. No one's saying that we know they're a good team. He I think the me. most. What's the, you know, what's the case for how the Eagles can pull off the upset? So I was giving you the well, case so for it. You this, because Bo and I did this exercise in the beat back and forth, which is appearing on The Athletic tomorrow. You can subscribe, subscribe at theathletic.com slash BWF, or I'm sorry, slash Birds with Friends. Um, of the four opponents they could see, and we understand that it's harder, it's harder for them to see the Cardinals and the Cowboys, but of the four potential opponents they could see, how would you rank it from most desirable matchup to the Eagles to least desirable matchup to the Eagles. Uh, I think you would want to face the Cardinals first. Yep. Second, I would probably put the Rams. Okay. That's what I did. Yep. The other two are pretty difficult. 
kind of kind of depends to me probably a little bit about who's playing for Tampa and how healthy they are. I might put Tampa third and the Cowboys fourth. I think okay. I really think you could go either way there. I mean, it, uh, yeah, the Cowboys absolutely have a Super Bowl ceiling. You know, you do get Mike McCarthy there, which that's another thing, by the way. Yeah. Bruce Arians has not been, his game management has been all over the place. And Mike McCarthy, you can count on that uh, as well. But the Cowboys are just so talented that like they don't need to play their, you know, A or even B plus game to beat the Eagles handily, uh, in my opinion. How did you guys rank them? We we had uh, we both had uh, Tampa as the least desirable, but Tampa, okay. Dallas, Los Angeles, Arizona in reverse order. Okay. Basically, what you just said. Yeah. Only uh, because of McVay or because of McCarthy. I mean, three of those those teams are in the top five in DVOA. Arizona's the only one who's who's not. So sure, but they're not playing their best football right now. I think that's that's that was part of Shield's point. I think that's true. Yeah. No, I agree. But I would much rather be on the AFC side of the bracket right now than than the NFC side of the bracket. I think that I think the you know the real glass half full case for the Eagles is sort of all about Jalen Hurts and like hoping that what we've seen the last couple of weeks, uh, like him playing without the running ability and uh, having to stay in the pocket more and like making the throws he made on Sunday when he was rolling out, um, that once he gets a week of rest or two weeks of rest basically um, and comes back. There's an opportunity for him to be like the fuller version of himself where he has both the rushing ability that we saw in weeks, you know, eight through 12 or whatever it was. And that, that is a major factor in the offense, but also when he's not running, he has a little bit more uh, wherewithal in the pocket. And when he's rolling out to make plays downfield and all of a sudden it, it, it's a bit of like a uh, a kismet that he got that time to play without being able to run, and, and it turns into him as like the the best version of himself. Yeah. yeah, there were two there were two throws in that game just from the first four drives that I watched. Uh, you know, the thirty yarder to De- Devontae Smith, where he's getting hit. You know, he he's got pressure on him. Devontae Smith runs that kind of comeback route and the ball's on him and it's a good throw. And then Smith picks up yards after the catch. And then I thought this was an underrated one that I didn't, you know, notice live, but the uh thirteen yard completion to Dallas Goddard on third down. Yeah, the, I think it was the one where Goddard ran over all the well, oh, yes, yeah, the along the right sideline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Herbig's, you know, rump roast is right in uh, Hertz's face, you know, on that on that play. I mean, he's got nowhere to move. He can't step into it. It's a complete arm throw. And I think it was not like his, his initial coverage. read, right? Like he had to, he came off of his first read, I think. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. right away. And uh, it was quarters coverage and he kind of had to fit it in there. And it was a perfect throw. I mean, that drive was really, uh, really impressive. He had that third down throw. Then he had the, uh, you know, that was for 13 yards. You guys talked about the 27-yarder to Greg Ward, where that's just like, you know, it was third and 14, and he can throw the ball to Goddard, Goddard in the flat right away if he wants to. You know, if it's just, hey, get the ball out, live to see another down, that's there. And, uh, you know, he kind of improvises, dances around, moves to his right, and then makes a great move on the run uh, and finds Greg Ward for 27 yards. 
And then like that tossed us uh, to Scott for the yeah. touchdown. It's an incredible play. I mean, it's really when you just slow it down, it's like Kelsey is on his foot. He just kind of got to grab it. And like the toss is on the money and Scott grabs it and goes in for the touchdown. So that was what a 14 play 80 yard drive. You're down 16, seven, the season sort of on the line and he makes three huge plays right there. Uh, I thought that was really impressive. And we talked, I think we talked about it on the, on the post game podcast, but like, we were complaining in the first half of the season that he wasn't making plays with his arm on the move. And for him to make that, like make that improvement mid season, Shane Steichen talked about it this week, that that was something that they tried to do their best to add to the offense. And, and, you know, down, down the stretch here, that it, it, it is something that has, I guess the, the roots have grown on that front. Did yeah, you have any other, gonna, uh, go ahead. They're, they're going to be, are they going to be the biggest underdogs for any, uh, playoff team in Wild Card Weekend. What do you think? I feel uh, like if the Raiders get a tough matchup, they could be pretty big underdogs. Well, if right? the, what if the what if the Chargers? I guess, I guess if, if the they Chargers get in. get in, and the uh, 49ers are in, and the Colts are in, so no Saints, no Raiders. Okay. Chargers, I think potentially would be at the Chiefs. I, don't, I think the Eagles are probably going to be bigger underdogs yeah. than them. Who's the Tampa. other? Who's the other Wild Card team in the AFC then? Colts. Colts, Chargers, and oh, Patriots, yeah, Patriots, yes, yeah, yeah. I would, I would think so. I guess Niners if if they're playing Trey Lance, but probably not. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're going to be more than a touchdown underdog. So yeah, they'll probably be the biggest underdogs. Uh, Like I said, I just I I like looking at the line and what what percentage chance does that uh, equate to? It kind of gives you an idea. So it'll yeah, it'll probably be around a. 20% 20% chance they have to uh, to win that first round game. Somebody but reminded did you know me when that they, the, the, the Bucks almost lost their first round game last year at Washington or not. Yeah. At Washington. Sorry. Go ahead. That's Sal. true. I was, I was going to say that, you know, the Eagles were underdogs throughout their run to the Super Bowl. Uh, Tell me more about that. Underdogs. Oh, Zach, I meant to add that to the, the, I, you know, did you, did you see in the be back and forth? I put an asterisk next to underdogs. Yeah, I did. And I meant to I put the asterisk underneath. You can buy this book wherever uh, books are sold, and I forgot I appreciate, to. I appreciate that. I'm proud. Yeah. I appreciate I mean, I would that. say oh, the yeah. biggest part of that segment was, was the bombshell that Zach has uh, moved. Uh, we did not spend a lot of time on that. Nor do we need to. But I was going to say – How long um, have you been keeping that under wraps, Zach? It's not that I've been keeping it under wraps. I uh, This podcast isn't about my personal life. Can you this explain to us why? Because uh, I love my <laughs> wife. Yeah. Um, that's why that's, that's the only answer Wait, that's very good answer under wraps very that's why answer. you moved that's your answer no that's why i moved because i oh, that's oh, right. oh yeah, yeah no yeah. why you kept oh, it under wraps yeah yeah, yeah. just because, because you love your wife. yeah well because bo makes everything <laughs> uh, no i was uh but, but but uh back to what i was gonna say before when you were talking about how the bucks almost lost last year if if you remember um the reason why Joe Judge was like so upset that the Eagles tanked the second half of the Week 17 game was because the Giants coaches thought they would beat the Bucks in the opening round playoff game. Mm. I mean, he, you know, I hadn't listened to the clip. I had only read the, the quotes same. on Twitter. Yeah. So was he just? I mean, I don't know I why is everyone so accent. Listen, if the rest of us are allowed to do the Brian, make fun of the Brian Kelly accent, <laughs> he's allowed to do it. In a press, where is he from, Zach? What what town in what? He's from a suburb of Philadelphia, right? Well, he went to remember? Lansdale Catholic. He, he went okay. to Lansdale Catholic. Was so. that Bucks County? 
Lansdale cat. No, that's Montgomery County. Lansdale cat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, oh. is, 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 did you, did you listen? I mean, it was that a Montgomery? I did listen. That did not sound no, like a Montgomery. It, it's kind of like, well, well, he went to college at Mississippi state and, uh, and he, and he coached down the South. Ago. So was, I think it's a combination of like a Philly accent. Cause he has a lot of Philly in his voice. I think it's a combination of like, know. of Philly and Starkville. Um, basically it was if you, very if you put weird. those things together. It was very. Weird. I there was a there was a point yesterday where I thought I might uh, do a bit where I uh, pretended to be like I came clean that I was prank calling Joe Judge all season long, pretending to be, uh, you know, one of Dalvin Tomlinson or whoever, and then just I would I would play some audio, but it never got around to it. So this is me telling you that. Also, uh, you know, not for nothing, and I'm like, I'm, look, I'm not I'm not trying to defend. I'm not trying to defend Pat Shermer here. Okay, right? Like, oh wow, what an angle. But, so he, first take, I can't wait so, for this. So he kills, <laughs> he kills Patch. He, he says, before I got here, these guys the, quit the on golf the clubs. Yeah. Quit, yeah, they they quit on the team. They mailed it in. I think the Giants won like their last two games or two of their last three under Shermer. The Giants this year are like, totally uncompetitive in the in these final games. Like if you Pathetic. compare their last few games, well with Shermer to their last few games under judge. Like you can't tell me which team's trying harder. And he used yeah. the example, by the way, uh, to show this team's fight of the stop that they made of the Eagles when the Eagles were running out the clock. <laughs> the, the Eagles, this was the drive. This was the, the disputed drive yeah. in this resort casting. Yeah. Where we already got the two first downs. Exactly. Oh, so I guess he's, I don't get the point. Huh? He's like, he's like, he you thinks see they the were way? really trying to score. He's like, did you see the way we <laughs> stopped them on fourth down? Did you see the way we stopped them on fourth down? The Eagles weren't like playing. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, so. oh, admitted. Eagles were not playing to try no, but, to score. But, Marissa, you heard it. I no, did hear that. And I was on which, your side earlier. So speaking of which shield, did you have what what was your reaction to the uh the Jalen Hurts um headset call the play thing? Uh I I didn't hear the clip. I only okay. saw what you guys wrote about. Uh, I actually asked about? Shane Steichen this week if it was a, a headset malfunction or okay. if it was just a play got in late, and he said they just they, they basically they got it in late. So freaking Steichen, come on! Did you have Why any other? Why would they uh, call timeout though? That's that's what, it's it's huge play. Yeah, that was yeah. confusing. That was right. Play. I mean, it's a second a second halftime out is a big one to burn. I don't know. Yeah, but it's it's You're a right. Third, it was a big play. It's yeah, a third and thirteen. Points. You're down sixteen seven. Um, at, yeah. at that point, you need you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it worked. So it's one of those things that's a good story. Now, Steichen after. said that that Hertz just called the play that he was trying to call anyway. <laughs> yeah, but little... Steichen doesn't know that on the sideline. That's the thing. No, I know, so, but it seems like a little it's weird, too, yeah. too perfect, yeah. right? Did yeah. you have any other uh, notes on the on the last episode, Shield? Uh, I thought Zebram, your sunglass take was crazy. <laughs> He's wearing them at 10 a.m., so he can't take them off the I... rest of the day. I mean, that was the argument. <laughs> I was cracking up. I know, I know you had just driven two and a half hours. Yeah. So I was oh, like, you're allowed to take your sunglasses off. I'm just saying he's what I've probably heard afraid about, he's going to lose them. What I've heard about this. Yeah. That's yeah, true. I've heard about okay. It, so. Um, so there was that. Uh, I did like Marissa uh, getting back to that hotel angle, which uh, 
Denis was always uh, also trying to uh, get to, are you guys going to get some, you know, camaraderie, some team bonding in during this trip in the first round of the playoffs? Perhaps. Oh my gosh. Silence, Marin. Did you well, hear this that? Is, this is the Both like, waiting for the other. Like, honestly, I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I, I hope I'm not, um, I hope I'm not violating any, like, uh, you know, we, you know, personal stuff here, but I'm excited. Uh, no, uh, Bo has 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 been particularly careful on the road. Mm-hmm. He, I, I, you've actually sure. said this on on the pod. He's like he's ordered room service a few times as opposed to as opposed to going out, right? Or yeah, you've like true. you've eat, you've eaten in, in your hotel room. So yeah. it so 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 given what's we 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 went out together in in Dallas, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I mean given. What's going on right now? I I, I don't want to speak for both. But we're in I, Florida, I, so you know it doesn't yeah. exist there. We'll yeah. just. But also, you, you can easily like get an outdoor beds. dining. In, in, yeah, uh, I think, I think we could. Points. I think we could find an outdoor dining establishment. Listen, Absolutely. don't force it. it there's was, so it, many good places. Good question. In Tampa. I wanted to follow. There's, yeah. yeah, there's so many good places in Tampa. So there's not that many good places in Tampa. It's like, oh, Tampa's a great road destination. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Last time I was in Tampa, I spent the whole day watching Nelson Aguilar's sister play volleyball. It was a good day. I mean, it would be creepy if you did the same thing this time around. Yeah, I <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I mean, do we? Oh, no, we can get to. All right. We still have a Thursday pod. Yeah. No, nothing else. Okay. I got to go take a, take something for this this headache from, from that game. Mm. Wait, real quick, though. Uh, for Swooper, are we having Dennis do all, all six? Oh, of yeah. Them? Good question. All 16 Good, of them? Great. Or are we? Well, we know we have two more rounds, right? So yeah. we probably should. Should we have? Should we have him do one this week, like he did last week, and then come back for the final week? And he does. I mean, we're giving him work, so I don't. I, yeah. You know, I'm sure he'd be happy to do it. But I don't know. Uh, let us know on Twitter. Um, ZB hashtag ZB in the Wolf Hotel. Uh, what you think we should That's do? <laughs> what you think we should do for the final swoopers? Sounds good. All right. Uh, well, I guess that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. What a ride it has oh, been! My gosh, unbelievable! Thank you too much to Deniz, Deniz, for joining us, entertaining us, reveling with us. What a what a delight! Um, we look forward to the next time he comes on and for Zach and Marissa and Sheil and Elijah, I'm Bo. We appreciate you all listening. We will be back Thursday at three 30. Although I guess there's an, a, a potential chance of a, uh, Eagles media, uh, thing going on then because of the Saturday game. So we'll, we'll double check that, but wait, otherwise, wait, 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 real quick. Oh, has it been sent? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, it got sent today. Okay. Hold on here. Let me give you, if you give me 30 Mm. seconds here. This is like when the game got moved to Saturday night the other night. We're going to hang on and some news is going to break. No. uh, Yeah. Why were you? I didn't understand why you were so upset about that. Yeah. Thursday is. Thursday. Now, Sirianni said at 1130 (laughs) on Thursday. Um, Well, a Saturday's like, you know, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sirianni's 1130 Thursday. So we're good. No players? On Thursday? Thursday's like uh, a. Thursday we have players too at eleven. It's Sirianni and players. Oh, it's Sirianni it. and players. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll be we'll be with you at three thirty uh, live on YouTube on Thursday. We'll have the full injury report by then, theoretically. So that's good. And uh, we'll talk to talk to you then. So for everybody, I'm Bo. Thanks for listening. As always, we love you.